You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? And welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks coming in at episode 207 from the depths of some secret lair in and around Denver. Colorado. I am one of your, ooh, what are we? We're um, a dynamic, dynamic duo. Yeah. Matt Oren. And I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. We are, M&M. you're the Batman and I am Iron Robin Man. wearing the little <laughs> fucking uh, elf shoes. <laughs> Why did Robin wear the fucking like sh- shorts and like elf shoes to start out with? Because that's what I Robin... always thought that was. I always thought that was a weird look for uh, like Burt Ward era mm-hmm. Robin. You know, you think by then they would have changed it a little bit to make it less uh, uh, whatever that is. <laughs> Elvin. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Robin. He has like little Robin Hood shoes, so maybe that's what they were going for. Mm, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's got the colors of a Robin, right? Do they? Red, yeah. They don't wear green shorts. But regardless, I liked it when they went with the darker Robin suit, the darker red top, um, darker shorts, and then even into just Nightwing's costume, I think is pretty solid. Yeah. When they kind of muted the green and went more red, yellow, uh, black. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're going by animated series standards, that's more of a Tim Drake rather than a a Dick Grayson. Yeah. and, And sadly, I hate to say this. I think that Damien wears it best. Uh, Yeah. He definitely looks badass as the part. Oh, yeah. I like that green uh, mask that has like kind of like the big like round. It's not like a domino mask traditionally. It's got like the big kind of like bat wings on the end of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like his look a lot. For sure. Is Damien. I I, I know we've gone over this several times on the podcast before, but is Damien the best Robin? Uh, I think Dick Grace has got to be the best Robin. Bruce always said that. Dick was the best, uh, but that was before Damien, wasn't it? That's true. I, I still I guess. think Dick is the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, by that standard, is uh, Jason the worst then? Because he just went out and instantly got killed? <laughs> uh, I think that's a, I don't know. You know, and I, when I, when I go back to Dick, <laughs> I think that when they did the, uh, the, the Outsiders comics, the Outsiders storyline. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he gives it to Dick because uh-huh. he knows that. Dick's the best because he's also the best leader. Like he's the most prepared to make the leap from sidekick to full on hero. Right. Whereas the others, as good as they might be, they're going to be sidekicks and that's just the way it is. Or they're going to be part of a, of a team. Once a sidekick, always a sidekick. Probably. That's kind of weird that you say that because it, one of the more popular shows that's on TV right now, if you could argue, is someone made a joke on Twitter that uh, Cap, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just sidekicks and their sidekicks. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, know, I understand the sentiment because they're both, in a way, Cap's sidekick. Or, if you will, as John Walker puts it, uh, wingmen. Uh huh. That's a better way yeah. to put it. Yeah. But, um, Falcon. <laughs> Falcon. Yeah. I, uh, I've been enjoying that show. You said you haven't started it yet. We have not. And I'm wondering. So here's what I'll ask you. You know, it's just so much easier for me to watch TV with the wife because, mm-hmm. uh, that's, you know, if maybe we're watching something and we do watch shows together and I don't really watch much elsewhere. My question is, does she need to be well-versed in the MCU to enjoy this show? Mm, yes, I'd say. Okay. Um, but I think there's, it's kind of like on the same level of uh, as WandaVision. You might just need a, a, a refresher course on maybe Winter Soldier, because that shows intros to both Sam and Bucky. 
Well, I guess you'd have to watch First Avenger to get more back around for Bucky and Cap in World War II. Mm-hmm. But I guess, yeah, I guess you'd have to watch all three Captain America movies. And well, then, well, let me just let me just ask this then: Could I even just explain the major plot points? Like, she might have a sense of who Captain America is, right? She's seen the movies, right? Um, so I'll explain the background of both Bucky and Sam. Maybe right. even watch the the Marvel Legends uh, or whatever that short is. Those are solid. Yes, I I agree. Yeah, those uh, they have one for both Sam Bucky. Uh, and then they also have one for Zemo and Sharon Carter. Oh, I haven't seen those yet. Yes, they just okay. released them. Okay. Because now, uh, with the most recent episode, they're being they reintroduced both Zemo and Sharon Carter into the narrative. Okay. Okay. Not Peggy Carter. No, not Peggy Carter. Her uh, oh, the grand- granddaughter. Her grandniece. Niece, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we could watch that. But I could even just explain, this is the Winter Soldier. He grew up. He, he was brainwashed, trained by the Russians, became a good guy, fought, blah, blah, blah. This is Sam, Captain America at the end of a, a weird time travel thing, gave up the shield to, to Sam thinking that he was qualified to take on the mantle right is 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 that going to be more than enough to just stick with the show or really do you need to have an understanding i think as long as you realize that the shield i don't even think you need to get into the the shield was destroyed by thanos and this might be a shield from a different timeline not even going to talk about that (laughs) um well then yeah i think i think you could get away with just doing you know captain america is retired he passed the mantle to sam sam didn't want it and then it picks up with the uh the first uh episode i think you really have to also understand that in, from Infinity War to Endgame, there was a five-year difference where every half the population of Earth was gone, and then they suddenly reappeared because there's also a kind of a subplot where all the villains, they're working on behalf of, uh, they want everything to go back to the way that it was during the blip where half the population was gone on Earth. Yeah. Because what's going on is the there's it's like the Global Repatriation Council. It's starting to like if let's say if you survive the snap. So wait, so the show the show addresses the day when everybody comes back. Not necessarily the day, but okay, like the, the time, the, when it the fallout from it. Okay, got you. Because, just like uh, just like Wandavision, they addressed it. Right. Okay. Yeah, but they didn't show it as chaotic as when Rambo came back to life uh from her gotcha. you know in the hospital there but it definitely pants. oh yeah oh god that was one of my favorite scenes in wandavision yeah absolutely um basically when you come back from the blip from what i'm understanding at least maybe and maybe i'm a little off base this global repatriation council is like hey is someone living in your house well we're gonna kick them out and give you your house back kind of thing oh shit and so all the the bad guys the flag smashers they believe one world one people and they think everything was better during the when half the population was gone mm-hmm. so they're trying to they're also stealing super soldier serum what? and yeah so That's the newest good. episode kind of uh addressed that where there's someone some i don't know i don't want to spoil anything. that's fair no but, I, I appreciate uh, that yeah but basically they're there's they're trying to figure out who is making this kind of like bootleg super soldier serum hmm. okay now have hmm. we met zemo early on have we ran into him yet or does he show up later they talk to him in the third episode and he, he he eats up. He steals the show basically in the third episode. Oh, really? There's a part where they go to this nightclub to get some information on the power broker. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this character? Uh, no, I don't think I am. So, power broker is a, like a sportsmaster, or um... no? They're they're basically like, hey, what you want? You want some powers? I got powers. You want what do you want? Oh, you want like shit. yeah. Yeah. So basically they sell uh, serums or like suits and stuff that gives you superpowers basically. Wow. Yeah. So they're they're trying to track him down and they go to this nightclub in the fictional island of Madripoor um, from Marvel Comics. Mm -hmm. And my new favorite Twitter account is called Zemo Dancing 2. 
because in the nightclub there's this one part where Zemo's like really like night at the rocks burying it up and he's just dancing and this Twitter account just posts Zemo dancing to a new song every fucking like day. <laughs> yeah. Is he a good dancer? It's kind of like that line from Knocked Up. He's doing the dice thing too much. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. But yeah, so I think uh, one, episodes one and two were a lot of setup. And then three was like the setup, but the powder cake has now been ignited. Mm. Uh, they have met up with Sharon Carter, Ooh. who cannot come back to the United States because she helped Sam and Cap get their tech back. Like uh, remember in civil war, when she gave the shield and Sam's wings Mm -hmm. back to them so that um, Cap could basically track down Zemo. Yeah. So she's on the government's bad side. She's enemy of the state. Number one. Yeah. So I think business about to pick up. So as it were, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that is, uh, what's going on with that. We're halfway through. We're halfway through. So I would say if you're going to, you're going to wait, might as well wait till the end. You can watch all six hours of this show. Well, there's a good chance. I'll probably just watch like three, two or three at a time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. just because of when I'm watching TV and how much time I really have, like I'm trying to get the most out of it, even though I found this, this app called Tubi. I think that's how you pronounce Mm -hmm. it. Yes. Tubi, Tubi. Yeah, Yeah, Tubi. Tubi. And I uh, started just watching, which is funny. I started watching horror movies. Nice. Tubi is a great little app, man. It does have a lot of commercials in it, though. It's it's not terrible, but yes. Yes. I was doing laundry the other night watching some cheesy horror movie, which was great. And sure enough, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Because every time you get a commercial, it's five minutes long right. or excuse me there's five ads oh so you just got to get through them they're not terribly long but there's still five of them you have to get through and it's just kind of annoying you know what i mean yeah i i downloaded tubi because it had this documentary about voice acting that i wanted to watch uh-huh uh it's i know that voice nice yeah that's a solid bet that's it was uh kind of like john dimaggio bender from futurama yeah. He is basically gets together all these multi different generational voice actors and everything like June Foray, uh, who did Rocky, the flying squirrel. Mm-hmm. She was in it before she passed away. And, you know, Ed Asner's in it. It's, uh, it's great. Plus they got all the people that are like, you know, you don't know their name or you're there. You don't know their faces, but you do know their work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I might have to check that out. What were you, uh, what horror movie were you watching there? It was called, uh, for, what was it called? Fraternity Row Massacre? Mm. Uh, something like that. Yeah, you know, it was cheesy, uh, like like a slumber party massacre type movie, but not as bad. I don't know. It was, I was just exploring, you know, which I say it's funny because I used to have, um, I used Shutter. to have Shudder and mm-hmm. I stopped paying for it because I wasn't really watching it. I didn't want to spend the money. Uh, right. But now I want to watch stuff and it's free, but I have to watch commercials. So I guess it's a, it's a small trade-off. It's a monkey's paw. Let's just say you don't pay with money. Right. You pay with your time. I pay with my time. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what it is. But you know, whatever. It's cool. They have a whole bunch of stuff on there. They do. Uh, and we are also doing master class. Like we got that last year, but Ez is really into it. So try to get whatever we can off of that master class. It's a, you could get, so people will put out classes on any topic. Like there might be some cooking classes or writing classes or design classes or how to be your perfect self uh, or sleep. And it, and it's all these experts. So like Neil Gaiman will do writing and they also have RL Stein. They have mm. a Paul, uh, what's his name? Krugman, the economist. Um, there's also this Ron Finley, who's the gangster gardener. And he, he, and uh, Aaron Franklin does one on smoking like brisket and other meats, nice. how, how to use a smoker. Um, there's Martin Scorsese and Judd Apatow. They do directing ones. Werner Herzog. Like there's a lot of big people that are offering uh, like a class you could take uh, for anywhere from like eight to 20 different classes. There's a dog training one. We've just done a whole bunch of them because why not? Yeah, for sure. The uh, So what, 
what are you uh are you gonna direct something are you looking at martin Scorsese? no no not at all i uh <laughs> no i was watching the smoking one because i have a smoker mm-hmm. uh, that i bought it from bob metals shout out to you bob i also wanted to watch this paul krugman he's a pullet no he's a um Nobel Prize economist and just I don't know it's the economics it's just really interesting uh and, and I want to see how he breaks it down as has done a whole different a uh, whole bunch she did she did the gardening one with Ron Finley and he he might have been caught up in the gang life when he was younger but I know he grew up in like Compton and just learned to do what you can with gardening and, and growing your own shit and it's just really it's a really cool little class nice yeah. What is that like a subscription service though? Or do yeah, you just it's pay like for the ones you want? No, it's $180 for the year. It's 15 bucks a month. Nice. Essentially, but you pay for a year. And okay. or you can do it month to month at a little bit more per, I'm I'm sure. But yeah, once you have it, you just you can do any or all of the classes. So it's kind of neat, actually. It was perfect during quarantine. Right. And it's actually nice to have. You could learn about all kinds of things. There's just so many, to be honest. And uh, there's there's a cooking one that I want to watch. This guy makes all these Mediterranean flavors that look really good. Ooh, what, like a gyro? No, no, no. Like different sides and salads. And he doesn't use meat on most of it. Uh, he might use lamb on one. But like a whole bunch of like, like a really good hummus and uh, this cucumber salad and just a bunch of just... I don't know, really cool looking dishes, some eggplant dishes. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not a vegetarian. I eat a lot of veggies, right? But I like flavors. Veggies are, veggies are great, man. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Broadcast geeks. We support eating veggies and fruit. Eat your vegetables, kids at home. Uh (laughs) Listening to this. (laughs) I hope. So let's get to the, let's get to the point. All right. So, all right. So last time we, we were, we were talking about Zack Snyder's justice league. Yes. The Snyder cut. Right. And so I think though, where we last left off is we just got to where they stole the Atlantean mother box. I think that's even before the uh, resurrection of Superman. Absolutely. Right. And so I know you in the chat, you were saying that your, your, uh, your opinion had kind of swayed from being like, this is a full on awesome movie to you. You were a little bit more critical of it during the back half, right? Yes. Uh, okay. I, I, what, I really enjoyed. Was, I don't know. Sorry, I, I, was, I really enjoyed the middle. Okay, well, define the middle. Like, what is the start of the middle to where the end of the middle is? That's a very good question. Pretty much when the league starts to form. Okay. When they get together, even up until the point where they resurrect him. All right. Let me let me think where it stops being fun for me. I, I struggled in the, I just, I struggle with how it all goes down when they bring Superman, although I did like so much of it. So I'm not sure when just the way it ended, I, I just, it, it seemed a little too eh for me. I, I don't now, know. Are you talking about where the main narrative ended or the epilogue? Uh, I didn't like the epilogue. So maybe that's what yeah, I the, ep- the epilogue was a little yeesh. <laughs> You got some, uh, you got some ba- Batman leading his ragtag team of uh, misfits. Well, he's he's got a team of Mara and Deathstroke, Cyborg, and the Flash, and the fucking Joker for some reason. And I do not, I don't know. I'm just gonna double down and be like, I do not like this long hair, fucking face smeared, randomly talking about like Joker. jerking Batman off. Yeah, he said something like jerking about jerking batman off or something didn't he i don't i don't recall he might have oh that was my my fanfic sorry i was writing that for erotic <laughs> fan fiction no i uh it seems weird to end a movie on a cliffhanger when pretty much the whole parent company has said like there's no fucking way that we're continuing this movie mm-hmm. universe. but there's a huge contingent of uh restore the snyder cut people online now <sighs> I don't know. So watching it, yes, here's here's my problem. I feel that the movie, the Snyder Cut, is definitely better than the cinematic release. Yes. I think, I think we could all Bounce. agree, all agree oh, yeah. that. I just, I don't know if I liked it or I was just relieved that it was better or, or I just, I'm willing to accept that because it was better, it was good. I'm not sure that that is the case. And I almost feel like I have a level of Stockholm syndrome where, you know, you're the, you're the captor uh, or you're the, you're the one who's captive 
Uh, and, and you're starting to be like, ooh, this is Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then you're starting to good. you're starting to go along with it. Be like, yeah, you know what? This he had to do that. He these are the mistakes have been made and it's all good and I support it. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it again, to be honest. There was so much of it that I enjoyed. I also thought some of it was just kind of kind of ah hokey. Yeah. Some of the even the flash saving Iris. Oh God, I still hate the fucking Ezra Miller as the Flash. Yeah, I'm not. There was a good part. Has he ever seen how people run? Like that's the thing. Is like (laughs) you think with this motherfucker who runs for a living, like he just his body is so weird when he's fucking like running. It's just it. I don't know. It shouldn't probably uh, bother me as much as it does, but it's like, man, oh, it's you. Should. Yeah, I mean, if your whole running's your whole deal, but like, why are you not? Uh, he, I did. I did like how they fucking cut out the part where he was just like, "What is brunch?" Like, is like he could, you know, he was all about like brunch and the Joss Whedon cut, and he <laughs> couldn't figure it out, and that was so quirky of him. But I did like his his big uh, at the end where he ran so fast that he reversed time. Mm-hmm. He tapped into the speed force. That was a pretty cool part. I agree. Um, I also liked even the part where it was in the other release. Uh, where they're on the roof with Commissioner Gordon and everybody disappears. And he's like, oh, uh, well, that's rude. Um, <laughs> all right. See ya. And just takes off. Like, there were there were definitely funny parts. Right. Can I ask a question about Commissioner Gordon? Please. Okay. So this, theoretically, Zack Snyder put in all the fucking footage that he wanted with uh, all the characters, right, that Whedon supposedly got rid of. Yeah. So why the fuck did J.K. Simmons have to get absolutely like ripped because he there was no part in the Zack Snyder part where he like showed his arms or whatever. Like, why did they have him get completely fucking ripped to play Commissioner Gordon? It's a good question. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to get all ripped. Hey, if you're going to get uh, Hollywood to supply you a trainer, might as well. Right. right? That's that's how I feel. What was the point of Martian Manhunter visiting Lois as the as Martha Kent? To he he knew that it would inspire and and motivate her to get back out in the world. Be like, hey, they're gonna wake up Superman in a bit, and he's gonna be fucking pissed. So we're gonna need you to remind him of his humanity. Yes, we need you to bring that cop coffee. <laughs> yes, I I I, I believe that. I, I still also have, I don't know, there were certain uh, cyborg, like, all right, all right. I think I liked cyborg a little bit more in this version than in the other version. Yeah. However, I don't think I really like cyborg's character. And I say that because he's just way OP. It's just, he's just too powerful. And he can't even fully control it. He's like a uh, technological Superman. And, you know, when, when when his body goes into the automatic uh, protection mode, when Superman scans it. Oh, right, right. Basically, that causes uh, Superman to lose it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I didn't find that to be too convincing. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm nitpicking now, but I, I struggled. I struggled with it. Like I feel, I still think it's maybe a bad story. Yeah, like well, like you said in the last episode, it's hard to uh, for you to particularly to get excited about this because it it was built on the shit of Batman versus Superman and mm-hmm. Man of Steel stuff that you def- generally didn't like. Yes, and, and and it wasn't that I didn't like; it was just that I was let down because I did like Man of Steel. I thought Man of Steel was a good movie. I didn't think it was a good Superman. Movie. Yeah. Well, in the chat, you said that it was like a Superman jerk off at the end of this movie. Can you elaborate a little on that? I feel that, you know, even Batman, you know, they're like, we need Superman. We can't do this without Superman. We got to have Superman, 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 Superman. It's like, you know, they're just, they're just blowing him there. It's like, (laughs) oh my God, we need Superman. And everything's all about Superman. And he's, he's the prodigal one and whatever it is. Ah, I just don't like Superman. I, as a character, I, I feel that he's all, he's just way too, way too powerful. Like there's a period of Superman in, in comics that I was okay with. And then all of a sudden he's just got every power you could think of. How does that happen? I think he's just got the, uh, he's got plot armor as it were, you know, he's got every, he's got all the powers. I have the power to have any power I want. Right. That right. kind of thing. 
Except I saw magic. a thing on the internet. It's just like, why would the mother boxes reawaken with Superman's death? Because so Ares in that flashback puts that axe deep into Darkseid's shoulder and almost kills him, right? Right. Then in 1917, Wonder Woman kills Ares. So do they really need a fucking Kryptonian or a lantern if they have Diana to protect the Earth? Theoretically, Darkseid should be even scared, more scared of fucking uh, Diana, Diana than he is you know, Superman because Diana killed Ares. Well, that's true, but it wasn't just Ares. It was a combination of all the other powered beings. You know, there was a lantern, there was Ares, there were the Amazons, you know, and yes, you're right. He should be afraid of Diana more so only um, because she's got the power of both the Amazons and the old gods. Right. Well, I don't know. There's a, there's definitely some some parts that are just like okay like i'm definitely probably not going to go back and watch the justice is gray edition where everything's in black and white yeah i don't need to do that no i don't think so. i'll buy i might re-watch the four hour color version but i'm not going to watch the black and white version. yeah i'll watch the i'll re-watch the four hour color version i'm sure at some point um maybe if i get sick in the in the near future and i just lying on the couch watching something I I don't know. I don't. You posted something earlier that I thought was funny, where they were all walking up the stairs. Oh yeah, behind. So they walk thing. up the into the the cooling tower part of it. Yeah, it was just like you got the flat. You got the person that can run, the fastest man on earth, an Amazon warrior, and a cyborg man who can teleport. But if Batman walks up the stairs, you walk behind him. Yeah, because like, he, he could grapple up. And in fact, he probably would, because that's how he gets everywhere. That's his preferred mode of travel, it seems. Yeah. Short, short distances. I guess you could make the argument that he had that shoulder injury. But, I mean, does he still have the shoulder injury? Because I know in the Joss Whedon cut, when Superman, like, knocks him into the car, he's like, oh, yeah, something's definitely broken or whatever. And then Diana has to reset his shoulder. Yeah. But in this one, he just knocks him up against the car and then starts lasering him until Lois Lane makes the save. <laughs> you know, I also always wonder if he always uses so many grappling hooks. It's it's almost like, well, where do you keep them, man? And do you go back for them? Because he's, he's always going up buildings and, and wherever with a grappling hook. So are there just grappling hooks all around the city? I think... That's why he mostly went for the grapple gun because he can like back. just he can retract it. Right. But it no, it doesn't he it doesn't retract. I think he just I think it just releases. That's how I Oh he, he cuts the line. I thought that's what happened. But I, I, I mean your way would, would be a lot more economical. I just you don't see it retract back in. Yeah, I mean I guess Bruce Wayne doesn't have to give a fuck about being economical. Yeah, that's fair. I always laugh when I think of that kind of stuff because it reminds me of that bat. I think it was Batman Beyond. Yeah, we've talked about it numerous times. Uh, the one where she tells Terry why the world needs a Batman. And oh, who Amanda Waller? Yeah, and it's because you know he he left his DNA all over the city. They were able to easily clone it. <laughs> That's right. And then he's like, Ugh. And she's like, not like that. But it, we all know that he it is kind of like that too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, you ever watched the How It Should Have Ended show on YouTube? No, I have not. Uh, well, it's a cartoon series, and whenever there's a superhero movie, they go at they show all the superheroes at the cafe, and <laughs> usually it's it's Batman and Superman having a cup of coffee, yeah. and then whatever superhero movie they're talking about, they join them at the super cafe. <laughs> but whenever. Whenever Batman sees a, a woman, he's like, hey, you uh, want to know my secret identity? <laughs> yeah. So what's, the, uh, what's, what's your thoughts on it? On the movie? I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot more than the original theater cut. Sure. I had a lot of fun with it. I think they really saved a, they saved a whole lot by not having to deal with that uh, family that was like living in the nuke town, basically, in mm -hmm. the Joss Whedon cut. Yeah, uh, but also you kind of lose the uh, the part where uh, like they have to go save the the civilians, you know. Mm -hmm. And Flash is like pushing people out of town, and Superman picks up a whole big apartment building. 
that it's like good get rid of that part because it's like why the fuck would there be a full apartment building in the middle of the uh nuke town in the middle of the nuke town right yeah i like the final fight because it it, it did <coughs> have kind of a like we need superman but at the same time they were kicking ass and they all had a plan they're like okay look maybe we can do this without him if he doesn't show up mm-hmm. so they kind of had a plan to of how to finish this off i definitely like that they they just killed the fuck out of steppenwolf at the end yeah Superman just beats the shit out of him, shears one of his horns off with his laser vision. Yeah, that was intense. Uh, Aquaman stabs him, picks him up like a little piggy on a fork, throws him (laughs) through the portal. Diana slices his fucking head off. Batman's like, yeah, and I'm here too. What did you better? What did you think about the the Batman meeting Aquaman scene was different? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it? He was a little bit more aggro. And it, it, it was a harder journey for Bruce to get to. Yeah. They yeah. showed it that way. Yeah. I don't know. It's been said all over articles, but it's like, why are you looking for this supposed person, Bruce? Didn't you have a file in BBS that showed you an exact picture of what Aquaman looked like? You know, he had the little underwater camera of him coming out to stab the fucking thing with his. Remember Aquaman was like underwater. Yeah. On, on the Lex Luthor uh, drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, uh, I liked it, but I don't, I don't know if I necessarily want more of the Snyder verse. I know even like Kevin Smith's jumped on the restore the Snyder verse train there. I don't necessarily think that this movie, I mean, unless they're going to let Zack Snyder just do whatever he wants and we're going to get like several four hour movies. I don't think we need more four hour movies. I would concur. I don't think so, man. I mean, but then there's kind of signs that they might be at least trying to tiptoe around this. I know that they said that the Robert Pattinson Batman movie take, officially takes place on Earth 2. Oh, so what does yeah. that mean? It means that he's not necessarily Affleck Batman. Okay. So there's that. And then there's that talks of uh, of the Michael B. Jordan Superman movie is also on Earth 2. Mm. So I think they're just trying to build a, a kind of a side universe there. I'm okay Maybe with they, that. Yeah, for sure. It definitely leaves the door open for them. I just don't know if they're going to continue this. But I think it sets a really dangerous precedent for fans to just be like, we can just fucking be, we can just bully everyone we want to get what we want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess time will tell. But for right now, it's uh, I give it a solid B because okay. the the Justice League original movie was not that great. Right. Well, so again, we we all agree that it was better. I just don't know if I'm willing to say it was great. I don't know. Really maybe not. maybe I just need to watch it another three or four or five times. <laughs> but the, again, you know, like with uh, and I hate to make this a DC versus Marvel thing, but with Marvel movies, they're about two hours, so you can theoretically watch them two or three or four or five times. Why Watching a four-hour movie it just seems like a fucking chore, man. You know, I would normally agree with you because it is a very accurate statement. However, I have in my past seen the Lord of the Rings, the extended cuts, mm-hmm. normal time, uh, more than normal amount of times. I've seen it a bunch of times, and they're each four hours. So that's all three movies is 12 hours right there. And I've watched it multiple times. So I, granted, I didn't have a family. I had a lot more free time and whatever on my hand. But right. yeah. but did you? Was this like a whole like like all right? I'm gonna set a day aside and just watch all twelve hours in a row. Uh, I was sick one day and I did that. Mm. But otherwise, my roommate at the time and he and I used to just keep it in the the DVD player and just just have it playing all the time and watch it or mm. watch watch them because we mm. really enjoyed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are those on uh, any streaming platforms? Because I feel like I have enough streaming platforms now that I could probably watch those. <laughs> How many are you up to, Dan? Uh, um, okay, I have Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, and Hulu Plus. Okay, I don't. I no longer have the WWE Network because oh. it got folded into Peacock. Oh, which is free if you have Xfinity. I think Peacock is the version where you have to get WWE Network is you have to pay an additional charge for it in addition to your Peacock account. Got you. And 
from everything that I've heard is that their their library has been severely edited. So all the stuff that was like violent or sexual in the past, especially in the attitude era of wrestling is gone mm. or or pared down or censored or whatnot. Right. Um, plus there apparently there's no like rewind function. Like it's just you plus play. If you want to watch a live pay-per-view event, you just start it wherever it is. You have no option to restart it from the beginning, even if you like catch it like an hour late. Well, do you um, at least do you at least pay a prorated fee, or do you have to pay the full price regardless of when you get in? Uh, well, with pay-per-views through the WWE Network, it's just you know it's all included in your monthly screening. So like you can watch WrestleMania for no additional charge, but if you miss the first hour, you don't. You no longer have the option to be like, oh, let me hop on and and just start this from the beginning. And while other people are watching it live, I'll just watch it at my own pace. Uh, That's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I uh, It kind of bums me out. But I think Lord of the Rings should probably be on HBO Max, right? I, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. I I own the DVDs, so. You never had a need for streaming them. Yeah. Yeah, I it might be on HBO because I think I saw The Hobbit was on there, which isn't as good. Do I need to watch The Hobbit to uh, no to get the Lord of the Ring, the prequel? Like, basically, should I watch the prequel trilogy before I watch the original trilogy? No, no, um, no, because you you could. Hmm, I mean, that's a good question. You, you know that. There's a, a deadly ring out there. And hmm, it's a good question. I got to think about it. From a movie perspective, I think they do a pretty good job. I would say you you don't. But if you did see it, it would help. Like you can okay. definitely watch The Lord of the Rings and then watch The Hobbit later. I, I read The Hobbit first as a kid. But when it comes to the movies, I think everything you need to know about the characters, you could learn in either one. I mean, also, I have the benefit of just, you know, knowing from like pop culture context of who the characters are. So sure, sure. Might not need to. But yeah, I think I think it's just as enjoyable if you did just Lord of the Rings. I think you definitely could, you know, because there are a lot of people who saw the movies and probably never read the books. And then they'd go and read the books afterwards. I pretended to read the two towers for a book report once oh yeah yeah i don't know why but i didn't understand that the two towers was a fucking the sequel so i had no idea what the fuck it was about and it's so hard to read yeah (laughs) now you you do want to start on the first movie the fellowship yeah fellowship of the ring the two towers and return of the king Mm -hmm. yeah i'll probably do that one day see if maybe we can make a little horse and sword geek out of me yet Oh my, Mitch. <laughs> I'm evolving. That would be awesome. You know, yeah. it, it is a great it is a great story. And there are a lot of actors in there that you'll recognize, you know, because they, they've gotten big as a result. Like Carl Urban, he's in the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh yeah. Um and there, I mean, there are there are a lot of great, great actors in there. And it's a good story. So yeah, I, I love it. I I love those movies. I've seen them multiple times in the extended versions. The Hobbit movie's not as good. Well, The Hobbit's a small-ass book anyway. Like, did it really need to be split into three separate movies? No, they probably could have made like a four-hour Peter Jackson cut or something, or uh, I don't know. Release the Peter cut. Release the Peter cut. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't think it needed to be three. It could have been, it might have been able to be done in one or probably two two-hour movie two two and a half hour movie, i would i would say okay that's that's my opinion but i, I definitely to it yes i absolutely am i i think they could have pulled that off okay but you know it's 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 hard it's it's really hard when you when you watch something that you really connected with as a kid and it's not what you wanted it to be like expectations are a bitch right yeah i think we're seeing a lot of that with this snyder cut people Right. And reading it as a kid, I remember it was it was great. I loved it. And you know what? I, I also appreciated the movie. And I remember when I saw The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship, I walked out and I said, that was great. But they made certain changes that they didn't need to make. And, you know, at that point, you're just nitpicking, but whatever. All in all, you understand why they made some of the changes that they did. There were some that they didn't have, uh, but that's a whole different conversation. All in all, 
I thought those movies were wonderful. The okay. Hobbit, however, it was a little rushed and you could see it. Like there were parts that were great, but then there were other parts that were just not so great. Not great at all. And you're like, come on, like do better. We expect better from you all. <laughs> I do. do and, and maybe it's also a fault of mine to, so, you know, to follow uh, Nick Gossert's posts just because he can really, he can really ruin something for you. We love yeah. Nick. He doesn't enjoy anything, so don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, but he he brings up very good points, and he he did. I feel like even recently, uh, he just I can't remember what they were, but he brought up some arguments of, uh, about why the Hobbit movie is so bad, and it's like, yeah, yeah, everybody knows it could have been better. Even Peter Jackson admits it. So I don't know. I try to always focus on the the good stuff, and I'm always like, oh, like uh, it might not have been the best movie, but it. It had a really good scene here. It had a really good scene, you know, and, and I try to keep it to that. But sometimes it's it's hard. That's kind of how I feel about the Snyder Cut. Might have not been the best movie, but it was. It has some scenes here and there. Mm-hmm. I did like how at the end of the movie they took away. Remember in the Joss Snyder or Joss Whedon cut where they, Batman had that recorded sound that apparently drove the parademons crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he was driving along in the Batmobiles just playing that sound just, to just get playing. him. Yeah, they took that part out. And I like that where he's just like driving. And then Aquaman's just like, you really are crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's funny. I I also think that they they made Aquaman much more badass than funny. Yeah. Like I think in his movie and even in the, the Whedon release, uh, his character was a little, a little funnier, you know, wasn't right. taken as seriously. Whereas right. he was like definitely, they put, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say like when they, when Diana puts the lasso around him, he's like, I think I, what I really mean is I'm just scared. And I don't want to die and all, all that other stuff. And she, he finds out that Diana has the lasso of truth on him. Right. That's in the weed and cut. That's gone. Yeah. But how about, oh, they, they also say that Diana's 5,000 years old mm-hmm. in the, that tracks, that tracks. Yeah. She didn't leave the island until 1917 though. Right. Right. Well, you know, it makes me think. So 5,000 years, that's, that's a little bit around when um, the Jewish calendar starts. The Jewish calendar is 5,700 years old. Mm. And then, so it makes me think back to ancient Greece and I don't know. I mean, what was, what was, it would have been the Greeks at that time, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know how, how far back their civilization goes. What was around 3000 BC? Should look that up. Hmm. So yeah, there there were many aspects of it. Alfred was great. And, and throughout yes. the movie, Alfred was great. And there were times where Wonder Woman was just, she was smiling and it was, it was almost like she was just out of character. And she was like, oh, I'm in a fun movie and I'm having a good time. I, I didn't necessarily feel like that was Diana and her affect. You think she's much more uh, stoic? I do. Don't you? Yeah, but I feel like she, especially given her characterization in Wonder Woman 1984, she's starting to become more human. Or not like, uh, you know, like she's definitely fitting in better than she did in 1917, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I Again, I don't want to just nitpick. I'll watch it again. I think it's definitely better. I just don't know if it was great. And, and sure. that's that's what I'm sticking with. All right. Well, you know what was great that I watched recently? What's that? I had a lot of fucking I had an awesome time watching Godzilla versus Kong. I haven't watched it yet. It's uh you know, there's a lot of, I know in the chat, Jeff was like, I don't, I couldn't finish it. I had to turn it off. The human parts suck. And it's like, the human parts always suck in these fucking monster movies. That's right. not what we came here for. Right. We came here to watch a big monkey punch a big lizard while standing on an aircraft carrier. That's what we came here to see. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. In fact, Matt from Mutiny posted something about he loved it. Like he went to see it in the theater and, and loved it. I know Matt's a big Godzilla guy too. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, no, no spoilers, but uh, that Kong man, he he definitely put up a really good fight. Oh, so took, you're telling us who, the, who wins then? Oh, I'm not gonna say who wins, but the the Kong, he he's fucking badass. Yeah. I, there's so much more I want to say, but I don't want to spoil it for you. But I. Yeah. Actually, I don't want you to spoil this for me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. We'll talk about it on an, another date and time, but. 
Okay. There, there was definitely a part where I was just like, did he just fucking Captain America someone? Did he just fucking <laughs> Thor someone? <laughs> um, yeah. But that kind of launched into a whole different. Uh, I, I, right before I watched Godzilla versus Kong, I watched the original Kong from 1933. Nice. And I watched Mothra versus Godzilla. I believe that's 1964. Ooh. And then I've been watching, I, I turned it off because I was falling asleep last night, but I was watching this, um, this movie called Shin Godzilla. Have you heard of it? I don't recall. Okay. The, well, it is, I can't remember exactly when it came out, but uh, it's it's unique in the way that Godzilla doesn't come out of the ocean fully formed. He kind of evolves through the movie. Okay. He comes aground and he doesn't have any fucking leg. He's just, uh, he's, he's just uh, like basically a serpent almost with his scales on his back, like the points. This came out in 2016. Yeah, Shin um, Godzilla. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's kind of gross, man. In the way that I was just like, Godzilla has gills and it's like vomiting out this like radioactive blood. Oh. But uh, then he grows legs and starts to become more of a problem and yeah it's uh from what i've told from from ollie one of my really good godzilla friends here who was super pissed that i was rooting for kong uh (laughs) he was just like there's no fucking way that kong could ever be godzilla and uh i just you know kong represents the humanity and our our ability to create super magical laser axes (laughs) but yeah this 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 Godzilla, I've never seen it evolve on screen before, so it's a pretty, pretty good. Like, I don't know, I, I like it so far because it seems to grow, and I can't even. I don't know. This is not the most interesting topic to be like. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I'm watching. Well, I'm watching the trailer for it, and it looks pretty sweet. Actually, I think I have seen. I've seen parts of this before. Right. It, it's a Toho Godzilla, so it is the original third reboot of the franchise there right it looks the one i'm awesome the one i'm watching on archive.com is it's it's dubbed it is not sub i don't know if you have a preference of subs versus dubs when it comes to godzilla movies um you know what i don't i don't i don't really care i watch everything with subtitles to be honest with you even in english i just i like subtitles yeah because apparently, you know, a trend of this day and age is to have a lot of fucking whisper talking. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, God, there's so much whisper talking in like Daredevil. And uh, there's a lot in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, too, to be honest. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that as well. Well, turn on your... Uh, have they your... introduced anybody? Uh, have they introduced anybody cool or anything that we didn't know about yet? What, in Shin Godzilla? No, in uh, Falcon. Going back to Falcon for a second. Not really. I think Zemo and Sharon Carter are the big surprise so far. But maybe you think maybe like a Loki or somebody's going to come in so they get introduced to the next show or they didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I think my, my, uh, my expectations have been tempered on that since everyone was just like, Oh fuck. Mephisto is going to be in WandaVision or it's going to like, even I, you know, I'm not innocent of that. I was just like, I think that Tyler Hayward or director of sword is actually going to be, you know, Loki, or we even said that maybe ghost writer was going to show up a big part of the internet contingency was like, Oh yeah. That the space, uh, the, the, uh, the astronautical or the, the space engineer that Monica is going to meet up with is going to be, uh, Reed Richards. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of, I've learned my lesson and I'm just going to take Falcon and the winter soldier as it is. And as it is. That's I'm going to get, I'm going to get what they give me because I, you know, I can only watch so many of those like explainer videos where if you, I think my biggest problem is, is when it comes out at like 1am, right? Mm-hmm. By the, and I, I choose not to watch it at 1am because I want to watch it later when I can be fully awake, uh, you know, on a Friday, but it pisses me off when I can't use social media because since I follow a lot of these superhero and geek news site where it's just like 10 things that you didn't know about Sharon Carter and it's like oh fuck well Sharon Carter was in this episode thanks for spoiling it for me (laughs) or like you know 10 theories as to Mephisto showing up in WandaVision right I'm like oh fuck man I don't know I, I I 
it's wonderful that we have so much geek content that we can speculate on it ad nauseum, but, but at what price, at one, but at what price, right? Uh, that's what, that's what's happening. It's, we're all like, we're, we're committed to our theories. And then when we see it and we get let down, we get annoyed and we're like, well, what the fuck now I'm not, you know, I don't want to see this, but yeah, but really it was probably just a really good thing. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. I, um, I've had a lot of fun so far. Falcon and the winter soldier. There is a new trailer for Loki, by the way. I haven't watched it because I'm already sold on that. But apparently, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of Owen Wilson, a lot of Owen Wilson in it. Oh, really? Yeah, he's kind of like the handler of Loki, and because Loki's in like the time something or other, I can't remember exactly. But he, the time—I don't want to say time bandits because that doesn't—that's not right. He's in some kind of time stone. Uh, uh, I don't know, like waiting area or kind of like the some some agency that keeps watch over. Oh, like, like a time, time patrol line. or a time yeah. uh, squad. Time squad. Yeah. Time okay. squad patrol. Oh, <laughs> that's that's going to be our title time squad patrol time squad patrol and then aka i feel really bad because usually you give all our episodes really nice titles but i had to give it titles last week and i just want Zack snyder's justice league part one <laughs> i i will say that i do spend not a lot of time but i do spend a good amount of time trying to get the right episode title but I also don't force it. I I want it to be as organic as possible. Well, if like, you think of if you think of a better episode title for last week's episode, I will change it. Nah, we could leave it that way. Because okay. t- that's really what we talked about last week, right? I mean, yeah. that's what we talked about. Yeah. Did you see this trailer for the long Halloween Batman? No. Yes. You should look that up right now. Uh, Animated, I presume? Animated DC, yes. Uh, So you know it's going to be good or have a weird scene where Batman and Batgirl fuck on a roof, like in The Killing Joke. Yeah, Jensen Ackles as the Dark Knight. Yes, Jensen Ackles. I like the drawing of him. Yes, yes. That looks and cool. now Jensen Ackles has played both Red Hood and Batman. Oh, I I like I like the look of Batman. Yeah, I Ooh. think it kind of matches the comic that uh, this is based on pretty closely. Do you hear it? I, I'm playing it on my computer. I don't hear it, but I'm okay. also watching it on my computer. Yeah, this is exciting. Okay, all right. So that's what I wanted to see. The Joker. He looks he looks pretty good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. It doesn't lie. look like he has. That fucking chocolate bar smeared all over his fucking face like Jared Leto. <laughs> you just hate. I don't know. I didn't think it was possible for a Jared Leto Joker to look so shitty and act so shitty for me to be like, oh, can you just go back to the way that you were doing Joker and fucking Suicide Squad? I'll take a Joker with damage tattooed on her face 100% of the time over this Snyder Cut epilogue Joker. Oh, this does look good. Yeah, what, do you just staple a card to that guy's fucking head? <laughs> yeah, this this looks pretty solid. Oh, and Alfred looks good too. Okay. Um, for me, when yeah. I see a Batman, uh, and this is only part one, I always... I always worry about how they're going to draw the Joker mm-hmm. because he just, he has to look good. If he doesn't, it's a huge turnoff. And I know you're talking about Jared Leto and I know that he didn't look great in suicide squad, but it wasn't his movie. So I'm okay with it. No. Uh, I really, I did enjoy suicide squad and I'm looking forward to the James Gunn suicide squad. And I hope Holy it's- we haven't talked about that. Cause that trailer came out after yeah. man, that looks great. I don't know uh, if I saw the trailer for that yet. Oh, you should watch it. Yeah, right? Um, What's with me? Watch it. They went with the King Shark design, kind of the, based off of, uh, I mean, it's more close to the Harley Quinn animated series than it is. Oh, really? Yeah, because James Gunn had put a thing where he was like, we tried to do a more comic accurate where King Shark is a hammerhead shark. Yeah. But it was messing up the eye lines for when he was talking to people in the shot. Ah. So um, they decided to go with more of a like a pudgy great white shark. And it was King Shark's played by Sylvester Stallone. That is awesome. For real. <laughs> I think there's a part where he sneaks up behind a guy and picks him up and starts to eat him. And he just he's he's a giant man shark that just shows up out of nowhere and goes nom nom and then he picks him up and just swallows him uh i just saw it it cracks me up and and the the nom nom was so 
British at first. I thought I was like, there's no way that was fucking Sylvester Stallone. But yeah. Um, John Cena as Peacemaker looks really fucking cool. Yes. Oh, yes. Margot oh. Robbie. What? King Shark looks awesome. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it looks awesome. I'm digging this. Oh, man. I'm excited. This is going to be good, I bet. Right. It's, uh, I don't know. James Gunn. Can you? <laughs> I like this. Yeah. He just understands like weirdo fucking teams of superheroes. Yeah. He's a weirdo. Like, who knew that he could bottle lightning twice and make something just as weird as Guardians of the Galaxy, but keep it fresh? Yep. Yeah. He's the man. Uh, he almost got canceled there, right? Or Right. He did. He, he, uh, right. But it wasn't like... It wasn't sexual stuff. It was more just inappropriate. Um, yeah, inappropriate humor, I think. Yeah. Like uh, I- inappropriate tweets from a long time ago. I think it's because he did demonstrated that he realized that his humor was shock humor and wrong, and he has grown as a person. I would agree. I feel like the, all these people that are fucking, uh, like, did you see that Gina Carano said that she's going to, her and her uh, right wing buddies are going to put out a Star Wars esque show? <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. You know what? For the listeners at home, Matt just gave a very sarcastic eye roll thumbs up. Like good to for the her. camera. I I, yeah. I hope I hope she puts out a good product. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see where the where the Empire is. The good guys squashing those fucking pesky rebels. But at the end of the day, you know, sure they'll they'll get cons- they'll get support from their their people, and if it's good, then she'll get support from more people. But if it's not, then you know, don't say well. We got canceled because of liberals and shit like that. No, if it's shitty, it's shitty. And if it's good, it'll it'll live on its own merit. I'll watch it if it's good. If it's not, I'm not gonna waste my time because I didn't I wasn't really that motivated by her character. I liked her character because she was a badass character. She was bad absolutely. However, wasn't her show. She was hardly a sidekick. And it wasn't like she had any kind of there was there was no substance to her she was just yeah we're gonna do this no i'm not gonna let you do it yourself yeah we need to help this kid yeah i'm the marshal in town like all right great (laughs) yeah i'm the marshal call her Uh, one note nancy that's what she was you didn't think that they were kind of building up a uh will they won't they tension with her and mando uh you know i think they were they were definitely teasing at it i don't think that it was something that they were gonna i never thought that that was gonna happen i thought maybe sure if, if one episode where you know they 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 pound it out and then that's and then she doesn't show up again sure but if she was going to show up again they weren't going to it wasn't going to be a love interest i didn't think they pound it out in the razor crest and while they're doing that someone steals the grogu <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they went to the 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 pound town system and uh and brought grogu with them <laughs> pound town system i like that <laughs> hey uh check out this hot uh coffee mug i just got Oh hell yeah! So Are you looked in John. Out of it? Yeah, I mean it holds like maybe less than half a cup, but it looks <laughs> cool. Maybe I'll put some fucking pencils in there. Um, but yeah, I um, I'm gonna finish Shin Godzilla. I really want to start watching Harley Quinn again. Wait, that Suicide Squad's not even gonna be out until August. So. Yeah, we got time. Uh, Loki comes out in June. Ooh. God, I wish that What If would drop sooner rather than later because mm. it'd be cool to see not only chadwick boseman back as Ch- uh, t'challa it'd be great to see rdj back as iron man, iron man. Yep, yep. uh happy 56th birthday to robert downey jr on april 4th by the way oh nice yeah he uh i don't think he's i think he i don't think he's gonna ever come back and be iron man except in to give Black it up Widow. yeah oh he's in black widow he will be in black widow because it takes place either right after so yeah right after civil war okay so he might she, not be iron man does she die what does black widow die people are talking about black widow dying yeah she dies in uh either infinity war or end game i don't remember that yeah where so when you have when you get the soul stone the oh, orange the planet stone, that's, right. that's yeah, right you have to sacrifice something you love and that's right but then they go back in time. Right. That kind of leads, you know, uh, to like, how does Captain America return those fucking stones? Right. Like, how does he return the soul stone? How does he return the fucking, 
Why would they make a Black Widow sh- uh, movie if the character is just gone? Well, it's a prequel to before uh, the snap in Infinity War. It'll probably it'll probably lead up to so after Civil War, she's like in the courtroom at the end of Civil War, and she like walks out. She's got her long red hair, mm-hmm. and then somewhere between that and Infinity War, when she first shows up in Infinity War, she's part of Cap's crew that's like on the run it's, isn't it her sam and steve and she's got her blonde hair mm. so i don't know there's a new trailer that dropped for black widow too it shows us uh david harbour as red guardian yeah and i think that'll tie in too, to kind of like uh to what's going on in falcon and the winter soldier i don't i don't want to fan theory my way into a fucking corner here but because because red guardian is kind of the russian attempt to be- make the super soldier serum because hmm. in in the comics is winter soldier part of a russian kind of group because in the movies so. he's uh hydra he's uh the germans uh, like zola arnim zola finds him after he falls off the train in the first avenger and they they take him in and give him the metal arm and brainwash him yeah so hmm. i don't know we shall see as they say Yes. Um, I'm also excited to watch that fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Have you seen the previews for that? A couple of times. Yeah, I liked the original Mortal Kombat movie. It's great. Yeah. And uh, I, I will watch this because the only, it's funny, the only complaint I had about the original um, Mortal Kombat movie was Raiden, who Christopher Lambert was great. I liked his Raiden. I liked a lot about his character. But I'd much rather see like a younger, more badass Raiden. So I'm hoping to see some of that in. Isn't Raiden old? Um, he doesn't look that old, at I, least in the old game. I guess he can be like he's uh he's got probably everlasting life, doesn't he? I would think that he would live long. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I I don't know, but I I'm I'm hopeful. So I, I'm looking forward to the movie as well. That's cool. Yeah, well, that comes out soon, right? Like in a couple of weeks. I think so. Yeah, I'll I'll be watching it at some point. Like, why not? I'm Let's... loving this uh, same day release on HBO Max and theaters kind of thing. Now that you're a Max guy. Uh, now that I'm a Max head, you know they call me Max Headroom. <laughs> um, Max Head Mitch. Yep, yep, Mitch Headroom. <laughs> uh, I need. I need Max in there because it has the HBO. Exactly. But, but um, so that kind of leads me into something. That there, I saw an article that said Kong versus Godzilla won the box office this past weekend mm. with $70 million, which kind of goes to show that um, well, I, I think it has a couple of, uh, you know, a uh, couple of uh, extenuating circumstances, like more folks are getting their COVID vaccinations and they're yeah. more willing to be out in public again. Absolutely. Um, the, so it, it wrote, it raked in like $70 million or something. So it kind of, what I'm hoping anyway, is that it kind of shows the, at least for the time being, it shows Warner brothers and HBO max that like this option to have, to let people watch the, sh- the show on HBO max, if they choose is not going to eat into our pocketbook. Cause at the, at the end of the day, we know that that's all they really want. They really care about. Yeah. And for right now, uh, I will be watching these premieres on HBO max rather than going to the theater. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Um, I, however, I will say this though. We could at some point set up, I have a projector and a big screen. We could set it up and just watch HBO Max on on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think eventually they're going to go back to there's only going to be premieres in theaters. I, I think all the 20, uh, 2022 slate of Warner Brothers movie is going to be back in theaters. I, I think, but right now they have all their 2021 movies coming out. And uh, we'll see. It'll be. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Mortal Kombat. It's going to be out April 16th, so next Friday. Next, next Friday. No, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, ten, 10 days from today. Uh, Yeah, that would be Thursday, Friday, whatever. Oh, well, April 16th. It's not March, my stupid computer. The 9th oh, is yeah. a Friday. The 16th is a Friday. Right, so today. Okay, so yeah, next week. Cool. Um, I'll be yeah. back. I'll be back. Uh, in the meantime, hopefully you watch Kong versus Godzilla. Let me know 
I'm going to watch it in parts because I'll probably watch it like on my iPad in bed and then finish it the next day or two. Okay. Or yeah. I do laundry. It's just, uh, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, you definitely don't need to fucking pay attention when the humans are on screen. Right. You never do. They're, they're yeah. just build up for the monsters again. Yeah. I know. I, I've been watching Godzilla movies all my life. I love <laughs> Godzilla. Sure. All right. Godzilla. Well, that is, uh, yeah, like about covers it for this week. So Until what's our recommendation? Time. Do we tell people go see the cider cut or don't rush out the door? Uh, go see it if you have four hours to spare. But I really enjoyed watching it in parts. I watched one or two parts a night. Same and here. Got, and it, was, it wasn't it was as much of a chore as watching it in all one big four-hour chunk. But, you I know, can, whatever. I concur. I concur. I did it in two or three viewings. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm also going to recommend recommend shin godzilla um you can watch it you can watch it on archive.org for free uh it is culturally relevant and part of the national archives of whatever fucking project they are (laughs) i'll drop you that link in the chat as well but listeners if you want us to look at something or you want to talk about something we're talking about and you can always either send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can send us a Facebook message by liking our page on Facebook or posting on our wall. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at broadcastgeeks on Twitter or broadcast underscore geeks on Instagram. You can listen, you can catch this podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and now on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And uh, until then, we'll uh, we'll be in a holding pattern. We'll be back next next week or so uh with more geeking action and until then we'll leave you with excelsior